Welcome to Dealing with the Germans. My name is Anders. And I'm Philip. And today we are going to talk about German politics, because German politics is um, something that may be um, not so familiar to to outsiders, but it's something that's rather important to know about when you when you enter the country, when you visit, when yeah. you decide to settle down. There, it's a, it's a rather complex thing. It'll give you some context. We're hoping to give some context to what we have seen definitely as, as foreigners yes. here in Germany and then um, highlight some of the good things that they've done or some of the things that they've that we have yet to see if have been good or bad decisions. Yeah. And and the reason why this is important is that Germany is is um without any doubt the 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 European driving force in terms of financial stability and the the, the way Europe is developing in in in, in current times. Um so the, the German politics, even internal domestic politics plays a a, a very important role in terms of stability. Um, right. And uh, as many listeners will know, Angela Merkel has been the um, the chancellor for 15, 12, 12 13 years, I think, at the um, current, currently. Um, 13, I think 13 years. And, um, well, uh, the... The recent election, she she just about made it um, for for uh, the next term. Uh, she had some problems um, uh, the coalition. The coalition, coalition. yeah, it, it was it was not an, a, a a very easy task for her because she did not get that uh, that that, that uh, what do you call that with the, the the confidence of the voters that that she previously had has kind of faded in, in, in yeah. recent years because of, obviously, there... Well, there's a lot of... I think there's... It, that's why it's so complex, because yeah. I think there's a lot of a lot of things. Internally, within the party, um, I think there's some of the... They're questioning some of the decisions she has made as chancellor. And then, also externally, there's been a lot of greater opposition, uh, especially coming from the right. Now, Merkel belongs to the... C... Cr- CDU, Christian, Christian Democratic, Democratic yeah. Party, um, and it's broken up a little bit different because I know here in Bavaria, there's a different party, right? Like there's the, two yeah, facets of the yeah, CDU. Right? Yeah, there's a, the CSU, yeah. um, and it's like a, they, they usually uh, call it the sister party, but it's it's I I don't really know the the the, the difference between them, but they they. Uh, I want to say that the only re- difference between them is their religion affiliation. Yeah, because right? can... there is no separation of church and state here in Germany. Yeah. So they're very openly a Christian party, but I think in in Bavaria specifically, there seems to be a closer tie to the church. Oh than yes, they would like up in Berlin. The the, Bavar- um, the Bavarian uh, CSU. It's much more conservative, I would say, but right, but yeah. it's it's um, and in general the Bavarians are tend to be more conservative than up in that hippie, yeah. hippie, hippie my, Berlin. <laughs> for our American listeners, um, the way that I've that's been explained to me, and I think it makes kind of sense. It's not a hundred percent accurate, but think of Bavaria as Texas. You know, Texas is one of the largest um, states in America. It's also very conservative. Mm-hmm. It's part of the Southern Bible Belt, so you kind of get a context of what it is. Yes. But we should also sort of like, can I just give a little overview of how it is, uh, of how politics, like very bare bones explanation. Absolutely. So Germany yeah. is part of the European Union. Decisions are made in Belgium, right? That's where in Brussels. The, yeah. Yeah. Brussels. Okay. And then from there we have obviously German federal law, which is oversees all Germans. But then there's regional laws, right? Yes. So there's almost like three tiers. There's the European Union, the country, and then the local regions, which also extends down to like local politics. Like where I'm at, I'm in the Landkreis, mm-hmm. so they have their own political uh, challenges yes. uh, internally in their own laws. Yeah. So. Laws in Germany vary from place to place. It's similar to in America how we have state law versus mm-hmm. federal law. Yes. Um, but I think we're going to try to talk about sort of on the federal level 
overall Germany and how we have what we've seen here in Bavaria. Absolutely, and I would I would add to the the thing you mentioned about European law. Um, European the EU law is 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 of course very practical on 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 many many levels because Europe is is we have mostly we have open borders and people travel from one country to the next without really thinking about it but um germany is a sovereign state i mean it's it and and denmark is a sovereign state france is a sovereign state so right. so they only hand over powers where it benefits where it benefits the the the, the country and that that seems to be the current problem the, uh, it's a very complex problem in terms of, of right. EU legislation that the countries are not willing to give up sovereign rights on so many levels. It's a it's a rather complex thing with with European legislation in terms um, versus um, European legislation versus local government because the local countries in Europe will only give up uh, rights where it seems to benefit them. And and that's quite a, a debate at the moment. What, what what will we do with the EU in the long term? Because no country will give up rights anyway. Right. So in terms of of a military, um, in terms of of uh, police work and stuff, there can be benefits to working together. But then in other in other areas where it seems like it's 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 not really beneficial to the country they are not giving up any rights at all so um and we'll get back to this when we come into themes like refugees and and and, and other sensitive topics well i know with where, my time in the military like one of the things that we have seen is the involvement of the german military with other nato troops so obviously the eu has every nation in the eu is a sovereign state they have their own military. There's no like joint military. Whereas exactly. like in America, we have states um, who provide people to a federal military. Um, so whether you're from Texas or California or any other state, you're still going to one to one service and one mission, and that mission's yeah. uh, very very much dictated by the Pentagon. Whereas yes. the um, the European Union, it's more of a collaboration. And I think that's what's happening. Yes, in Brussels. Yeah, 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 but but all the, all decisions like, um, for instance, if Germany is is um, is asked to to support a a NATO mission, mm -hmm. for instance, it will have to be decided on on a German level. It's right. not the EU deciding this. The EU has nothing to do with. Well, they they. Yeah, I think that's why it takes uh, more negotiation, the, and there's more yeah. like. Um, there's more of like this uh, cross integration because I know that for the first time in in a while, like German troops have finally um, deployed to in battle. Yeah, they've yeah, gone yeah, to they're... Latvia and they've gone to yeah. uh, Czech. I think to the edge of Czech and to yeah. other places like in, in Poland. Uh, and these are largely influenced by the EU politics, where yes. you know there's still some debate as to the involvement that they should take inside the German context. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. So, but back to but back to the German level. You're right. Uh, there, there. Each each um, state or region in Germany has has their own government, and then uh, in Berlin we have like the national parliament, right. which is where the chancellor sits, and which is where German national politics are debated and decided and. Yeah. Now Germany also has like so they have a chancellor and they have a president, right? Yes. But do, is there a royal family? I don't think there's a royal family anymore. Is there? No, not anymore. There used to be um, several uh, royalty royal families in in in, in Germany, yeah. and there, there used to be like a Bavarian king and a Franconian, uh, not a Franconian, but a yeah. Uh, I think that's the complexity of like this European. Um, history because i mean i think modern man we think of like in our modern times we think of europe in the borders that it has but those mm -hmm. borders are recent they're not very uh they're not very old you know no yeah austria and germany were both part of a kingdom at one point which yeah, actually ruled exactly. by austria at one point so yeah the, the french were in in germany 
the obviously if you go back farther, the Ottoman Empire was out here, like the Romans were out here. So the borderlines yeah. is, I think it has to do a lot with identity, which is also the other thing that adds to the uh, to the level of complexity for, you know, the EU laws because the Czechs have their own mentality and you know Germans have their own mentality. The Danes, I'm yeah. sure, have their own mentality. Yeah, and the Danes, yeah, they do. have uh, a royal family, right? The Dane, uh, Denmark is a, a monarchy. Yeah. yeah, and so is uh, like Holland, uh, right. Belgium, um, yeah, and, and Spain. Spain they have still, a royal yeah. family. Yeah, yeah. So, so there, there are there, there are many royal or more, what do you call that? Monarchian countries, monarchies, monarchies, yeah. uh, monarchies um, in Europe. And yet, still, Europe seems very often to be looked upon as like one unit. When, when you know, overseas uh, societies, they, they they seem to be looked upon as oh, Europe is is is, is one unit, but it's not. It's it's a very like you say, Philip, it's very complex. Right. And and I don't think we will ever see a United States of Europe. I, I, no. I th- we're just too different. If you just cr- uh, um, drive a, a few hundred kilometers south here, uh, just across the Alps and, and go down You're to Austria, Italy. Right? Or Italy. Yeah, yeah, you know, Austria is literally just less than 100 kilometers kilometers away. Yeah, you're closer but to the you, border, yeah. Yeah. But if you just uh, cross the Alps and go down to Italy, it's a completely different mentality. Yeah. They've, had, they've had like... I don't know how many governments since the Second World War, but they, they're really struggling with their democracy down there. It is a, de- a democratic country, uh, but uh, it's very uh, unstable in terms of, of uh, be- being able to keep a government up and running for like f- full the, the full election period. I don't think it has ever happened since the Second World War. Since Mussolini uh, was was uh, removed, so so it's uh, so Italy is a is, is a very unstable country in terms of democracy. Yet there is a democracy. I mean, it, it's not like a, a fascist regime or anything. It's not run by by the military or, or the police. It's run by politicians, but they they disagree all the time, and then yeah. there, there are tons of elections. Um, yeah. So um, Germany. Has I think it's important to know that Germany is 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 very different from from Germany like fifty or sixty years ago or yeah you're right during, during, that, that is a very like an unfortunate thing that happens where a lot of people still sort of cling to that uh, old idea of the Third Reich um, yeah and it's actually very unfair to the Germans because the Germans have made a great deal of contribution since then. Um, oh yes. I mean, I think that they've set an example for a lot of, uh, to a lot of the you know progressive standards. You know, um, the the green um, initiatives that they've started. You know, they want to be a green nation. They are very. Yes. They take very much um, a great deal of pride in their in how they can preserve the. Uh, the, the the forestry that they have because Germany is yeah. a great deal of, of of land. Yeah, it's it's um, they they have a lot of, of, of forest here. The a, a beautiful nature in general, and they you know. Um, and that's been climate. exemplified. Yeah, I mean, just recently in California, it's now illegal to have uh, to get plastic bags in the grocery store. Whereas here in yeah. Germany, it's been the norm to bring your own bag. It's part of the culture. Yeah, yeah, it is. Also, they're discussing. That's actually an, on, on an EU level. They're discussing the the, the Q-tips for when you clean your ears yeah. and um, plastic uh, cutlery utensils uh, for 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 picnic purposes. They're actually considering a complete ban across Europe for that. And it's great. And they they need to it, contribute to. I know you're an adamant uh, supporter of like the oceans. You know, and the oceans yeah, are greatly exactly. contaminated yeah. with plastic. It <laughs> is. Uh, or they are yes, and Germany is is a, a, a driving force in in, in terms of climate yep. um, and and environmental protection, um, financial financially. Obviously, Germany has um, quite a few very very successful um, sectors. Um, for instance, automobile mm-hmm. is is um, a thing that. 
that really uh, and that's not, is well known across the world. And that's not just cars. That's like uh, everything that's tied into that, the manufacturing of the raw materials oh, yes. and also the science. The science behind, yes. But, but you're right. Because um, um, sensors, like uh, sensors is one of, big, one of the big um, things that, get, that Germany has like, contributed to the sciences. Yeah. They have a great advanced technology in sensors, and that you know, goes out to the world and it influences how Americans make their cars and, you know, and mm -hmm. all that. And the, the Germans are very, um, I, I would say in terms of politics in general, they, they, they at one point I was, I was getting the, the notion that they're trying to overcompensate for, for past mistakes in, 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 on the European scale because they, they obviously, um, the Second World War is, is, a, is a, a kind of a sensitive topic in Germany, you can talk about it, and you should talk about it uh, because yeah, they're very. You should never forget, um, but but be careful to put the Germans in boxes and 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 just describe them as uh, a extreme right wing or yeah. extreme left wing or, or extreme they, conservatives. Because I think that's the other well, thing. A lot of people think Germans are very conservative, and I mean, I think living yeah. in Bavaria, you and I have seen that sort of mentality that, you know, is attributed to those comments, but yeah, mm -hmm. it's a total disservice to, you know, it's like, um, I mean, it is bad to say that when you scold a child, you know, you don't let them uh, overcome those, whatever you were scolding them for, because Germany mm -hmm. is not a child, like Germany is a government, and when you start using that kind of language of like, well, Germany got scolded in you know, by the Americans or the Allied forces during uh, after the Second World War, yeah. But then you're belittling who they are and their role. Yeah. Um, yeah and not only exactly. that, you're also diminishing their ability to grow and develop, which is probably why it seems like they're trying to overcompensate, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I and and I think um, just in a recent episode, we we had uh, we had the we talked about beer garden and and, and meeting people, meeting the locals. Particularly when you sit and 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 talk to to the locals, you should you should be aware that that they don't like to be held responsible for whatever happened in the past. And I know what when I say whatever, I mean we're talking serious stuff here. But it's but it's seventy years ago, and and the modern day German really do not feel they have anything to do with what happened back then because this was their grandparents or their great-grandparents yeah. that that might have taken active part in what the Nazi regime did the 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 current the modern day german you know they 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 have a modern life they have modern views they have absolutely no sympathy with what happened back then so uh, a, a very common mistake, sadly, still to this day, is that tourists they they they, they tend to put them into or see the Germans yeah. in that light, and that that's very unfortunate. I think it goes both ways because I remember having an experience. I want to say like in two thousand and eight, when I was a soldier here, um, my one of the first, yeah, it had to be less than three times. One of the very first times that I went to Nuremberg, I was in a bar, and uh, you know the locals started asking me like, you know, where are you from? What are you doing here? And uh, I said, well, um, um, you know, I'm a soldier, and I'm just looking around here. They're like, why did you come to Nuremberg? Um, mm -hmm. You know, to visit because they thought, oh, I could just go to many other places. So already yeah. their attitude was already a bit um, belittling upon themselves. And I said, well, there's great history here. Um, yeah. And they said, yeah, really bad history, but. I wasn't thinking of the Third Reich. I was thinking of like Copernicus, Martha Luther, uh, Albrecht yeah. Dürer, you know, um, the medieval sort of older uh, history. And uh, yeah. it's unfortunate. I mean, even with themselves, like I remember having this conversation with this German and it was just like, wow, I'm, I'm not going there, but you are. And, you know, I know people that would go there in that kind of conversation. But yeah, it's it's bad to have that overshadow. And, and I think it's affecting... Um, you know, Merkel has her own challenges internally here in Germany, but I think in a global scale, those pre or those assumptions or those associations are 
also going to be challenging. I mean, you see how Trump treats her, and it's you know, it's a disgrace. It's not diplomatic. Yeah, it is. No, it's not, and 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 I think it's uh, it's very sad because, like you already um, said, the 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 Germans are really like have a mature political system, yeah. and and it's it's it's. Um, Decisions are, are are not taken lightly here in this country. They they are very thorough in 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 any respect to what whatever is decided here. It's 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 a they have a, a strong culture for political debates. They they I don't know what how it is up in 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 your area, but here in Munich, even though we're not facing any uh, election. Anytime soon, you can always see these political posters where you are invited to a, a, a public political meeting, a public discussion about but this is whatever. Separate from it's, the campaigns, right? Yeah, yeah, it's it, it goes on all the time. It, it's 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 arranged by the political parties, but it's quite common that, for instance, the conservatives are invited are inviting the the social democrats to a a. a, a um, a public evening of discussion uh, about whatever is going on in the local area. Right. So the Germans have a very strong debating culture, and and they once they enter that election booth on election day, they they are making uh, informed decisions. Yep. I do not always agree with those decisions, uh, but but at least they they are making informed decisions and and they 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 take pride in their democracy um yeah and that that healthy debate culture it even extends to television that's probably for another episode but uh a lot of the television it's about discussion like late night television yeah. there yeah it's not yeah, like yeah, america yeah, yeah. where it's one host it's usually like a moderator that's having a conversation a round table discussion yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. discussions have, yeah 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 they they have that every night on on tv in in, in on, on in, even in prime time they will have political discussions yeah. about this or that and it can be big and small topics and um my my sense is that everybody gets hurt everybody you if you have a saying you will be heard about whatever your opinion will be heard and then it's up to to the public to decide and and i think it's 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 very healthy it's very healthy um i don't know in in terms of politics and and media and stuff i don't know if i mean the germans they 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 take pride in having like a free media yeah the journalists uh, but... here in, in in germany and there's been a few that i've actually met in person they are very very different from sort of my impression of American journalism. Yeah. And yeah. they like to separate themselves. Like, this is what's really interesting about that. It's like, it's almost like they are working specifically to sort of distance themselves from any possibility of them being, you know, thought of as an extension of the, of the arm of yes. the government. You know, because obviously there is free press here. Um, there is free press, and they and and normally a journalist will take great pride in his or her integrity. Yeah, yeah that's that's uh, definitely so, evident. Yeah, yeah. It, so so even if you see um, the leading uh, uh, news shows on uh, evening news, even if they have like an expert talking about whatever topic may be relevant, they will always say afterwards, they will say, thank you very much for that evaluation. Right. Or that, 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 um, for, for, thank you very much for, for your views here. Uh, implying that th these are his or her views, right. not the views, not necessarily the views of the TV station. Yeah. Cause they're not working as propaganda machines. They're working as a exactly. Yeah. I think yeah. it's healthy. It's healthy to be able to have a dichotomy of ideas, you know. It's, it's yeah. evidence of modern men, modern society, you know, to be able to have two opposing ideas in your head without having it explode. You know, it's just yeah. like, yeah, there's the ability to, to agree, to disagree, or not even that, but just the ability to be able to have the perspective of somebody else. Um, and I think it gets, it's probably easier 
here in in the German internal journal uh, German discussion, and but it's mm-hmm. definitely harder in the broader EU discussion. Yeah, yeah. One of the things that, I mean, in, in I think we should also just briefly mention that the political system in Germany. Like uh, you mentioned before we started this recording, you mentioned that in the U.S. you have like two big parties. In Denmark, we have, I think, about 20 parties. Right. But they all belong to coalitions so that, you know, we have left and right and, and, and you know, the, each party will sort of support either the left or the right. Yeah, no, I want to uh, say that America is probably the only place that has a two-party system, you know, Having lived under a multiple multiple party system, um, and not only that, but seeing the way that they form these coalitions, there is like mm-hmm. overall goals, and to see these parties have their own different agendas, but then come together to the table to have to bring solutions, that's very yes. rem- remarkable. It is, and that's that's something that we really should stress here that that current. Government, the current, um, yeah, the current government, the current administration in, in Germany, it's actually it actually consists of the uh, the conservatives, yeah. with Merkel, uh, the the Bavarian CSU, which are they're very conservative, and then they have the Social Democrats, right, as well in the same coalition. So it's not just left or right; they can actually, like you just said, work across the middle, right, which uh, which is. Um, Remarkable. I know that the yeah. other highlights of, of the structure of the German government or the political parties in the German government, it's obviously the Green Party, which has a great deal mm-hmm. of influence when it comes to environmental um, oh, yes. issues. And the physical, the financial, um, um, or, or the FD, FDP, right? The Financial uh, yeah, Democratic the, the, Party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And these are the people that are really focused about Fiscal responsibility, financial responsibility. Yes, um, yes. That those guys, the Social Democratic Party and the Financial Democratic Party, are are the ones that have really like caught my attention because um, of the agenda that they have. You know, mm-hmm, where mm-hmm. I've seen some of the, or I've read some of the, um, obviously translated, some of the Financial Democratic Party stuff. Um, they have they have really strong guidelines. You know, on how they think mm-hmm. uh, they should handle the finances. Which is yeah. something that in America, the conservative part, uh, party, you know, the Republicans, are, it's a banner that they hold, but they don't necessarily uh, adhere to. So yeah. there's already, like, in Germany, in the way it's set up, there's already, like, a different fault line or f- different, like, fault check um, when it comes to that. So you can have a uh, conservative party, like the Christian Union, but it would also be, you know, countered to what the financial conservatives would, would, would say. So it's it's really interesting, I think. It is. And the reason for that is that um, each party, after an election, it's, it's quite common that each party, no matter where they stand, left, right, um, they, they will eventually have to, um, to point towards their ideal chancellor candidate. Yeah. So, so for instance, you mentioned the Green uh, Party. Well, they they tend to be on the left side, but they will not support any social democratic coalition in any form if they cannot have substantial influence on whatever matters matters to them. Right. So, so, so what you're saying there about, for instance, environmental issues? Yeah, well. They will support the social democratic or or, or conservative uh, um, leaded um, government if they can have some influence, and if not, they will not support it. And uh, it was very close this time around here. Just a couple of months ago, it was very close that we would have a re-election mm-hmm. because they, they they simply could not agree. In the end, it worked out, and we'll see how long it lasts because there's always a chance that the whole thing can explode. And then we'll have uh, a new election. Well, but at the moment, at the moment, it works. It's it's that dude because of the the alternative, the FDP, right? Is that what it is? No, AFD, alternative, alternative for Deutschland. Yeah, they yeah. have a very and strong, that's a very uh, right wing uh, party. 
It is. It so is. I think that's one uh, of the reasons. It was. I know that there were. Well, they had a lot of drama because um, I know that their party uh, leader had stepped down soon after yes. elections. There's sort of been like an issue with leadership in that party, but yeah. there's also like um, it, that was one of the main reasons why it was so hard to come up with a coalition. This mm -hmm. their disagreements and. I think it was something yeah. petty as to like where they were sitting inside the, you know, the <laughs> the parliament. Like, yeah, it's yeah, like that, the, the physical the seat, not like where they were positioned, yeah. but like the physical the seat. Things they, they care about. Like, yeah. Yeah. The, the, the vanity. And <laughs> I'm like, this is totally not what, what we've come to know of like German politics. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but but yeah, there, obviously there are movements in in in, in Europe and and particularly also in, within Germany where where like um, extreme right wing uh, uh, parties uh, they will gain some some traction yeah. uh, because of of recent um, immigration. Um, That's one of the driving issues, forces, in, right? The immigration. Yeah, yeah. it is. It is. Uh, the, I mean, Germany has taken. Uh, well over a million immigrants in in recent years, and for a population of about eighty million, that's a big number. That's that's a quite a big, it's a substantial number, and and there's a, it's heavily debated whether or not that the the, the the country can actually consume and 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 and, and adopt this amount of immigrants, this number of immigrants, because uh, we have to be realistic. Not all of them are going back to where they came from. Right. So we need to we need to be able to absorb them into the German society, and that is a a a topic that is heavily debated, yeah. and that is also why Angela Merkel has had issues. Um, yeah, she's received a lot of criticism uh, for that. She's received a lot of criticism, and and she barely made it this time around. Yeah, one thing is what that's important to 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 mention f to foreigners is that in Germany. You can actually have uh, the the government can 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 actually crash and burn, so to speak, and we can end up having a a, a new election if if they cannot agree. I mean, it's it's not given that they they have to sit there for four or five years. That's right. That's right. It's not like set it, in stone. It's it's no. um It's a function. It's not a period. It's not set by the time period. It's set by the function. Yes. If 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 a party throws in the towel and said that's it we've had it we're we're not supporting this anymore yeah, it destroys the government it, they they have a chance to kind of reform and and make a new coalition but if they fail to do that it's a new election yeah. same thing in Denmark it's not chiseled in stone that we that we only go every four years latest every at least every four years. Yes, but but we we've had we've had periods in Denmark where we go every second year because they simply cannot agree on anything, and and oftentimes a new election will just make the confusion even worse. But yes, yeah. it's 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 different in in the U.S. You 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 only go every four well, years, right? I was going to say in America the way we deal with that is that we have a government shutdown. That's uh, been it's become not a function of the government, but more of like. Um, a bargaining chip, you know, and oh, of course, yeah. the repercussions of shutting down the government are great. You know, a lot of people, federal employees, um, suffer from it. They don't get paid. You know, yeah, I think uh, you know, being a veteran, one of the things that I think about the most are the people who are currently actively serving. Uh, they do get paid. Like it's not to say that they don't get paid, but it starts jeopardizing the military's readiness. Um, Mm -hmm. So obviously that's you know dear to my heart because of uh, the men and women who serve, but the um, mm -hmm. but the other thing is that the people also suffer. Um, national parks will be closed, uh, so if you're yeah. planning, you know, even if it's something as simple as like wanting to to travel to D.C. around this time when they decide to shut down, you might not be able to get to some of those national parks. You might not be able to get to yeah. some of those places that are run on a federal level. Um, mm -hmm. So the consequences, I think, are less inhuman. They're a little more inhumane, right? I mean, they're not. They're not really considering the consequences that it has. It's it's been used more of a, as a bargaining chip. Whereas, like, even though Merkel has been criticized for her decisions on bringing all these uh, refugees, it's grounded on this one principle that is very evident of 
the German government. It's in the constitution, yeah. right? The yeah. the protection of the human dignity. Yes. Know. Which is very close to the German hearts. I mean they 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 they, they are very in, in in any aspect, you can actually see it in, 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 in any way or form that you that you interact with the Germans. Dignity. Yeah. Human dignity is 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 a is a very important issue to them really it's it's you will always be treated with respect it, and that's it's a very that's fair also, country i would say yes yes and that's also why the the obviously the it merkel has had issues with the, with the immigrants because it's in the in, it's in the german backbone to treat the immigrants with respect yeah. And then you you obviously we, you you can deal with the problems later once they're safe and securely uh, on on German soil. Okay, we'll then face face the issue. Yeah. Uh, then we'll start discussing can you stay or not. But but first and foremost, come and and we'll make it safe for you to 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 live here while you're here. And and then um, we will we will see whether you can stay or not. Um, but it's it's yeah dignity dignity is is uh, it's a prime German instinct. It's in the backbone of the Germans. Yeah, you're absolutely it, right. It needs to be. I think it needs to be mentioned because um, you know, like we've mentioned earlier, it's quite unfortunate that global powers and even you know people um, will try to still put down or ca- sort of compartmentalize the German people in this old way of thinking from the Third Reich. But I think it is because of that that the German people are so adamant as to protecting the human dignity of people. Yes. So we have yet to see if those decisions are good or not. Uh, It's obviously, now that it's been a couple of years, it's been uh, interesting to see how its development, how the integration process is working. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's something that yeah. you know the the globe should look at and uh, look at as a case study, you know, of mm-hmm. one of the things yeah. they have done. It's, it, there are a lot of things, uh, very interesting things going on in, in in on a European scale at the moment, and and the Germans they take a very very active part in that because it is it is first and f- firstly it's it's centered in the center of Europe. I mean, you cannot literally... You, That's you, right, you, yeah. Germany is in the center <laughs> of Europe. <Yeah. laughs> it's in the center. So, it's, so in, in, in so many ways, the, uh, Germany takes like the center stage on, on anything that goes on in Europe. But also, from a financial point of view, the German, the German society is like the, 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 the steam engine just going, going forward, full throttle. Yeah. And even through the financial crisis, like... Uh, Five ten years back in Germany, well, there were there was some financial crisis, but but not really to the extent that you saw in other countries. I mean, Greece literally went bankrupt. Um, Germany survived and actually uh, has come out very strongly after very strong after after the financial crisis. Obviously, the Germans they produce um, top quality. Um, Top quality uh, products, uh, cars, uh, household amenities, uh, food, whatever—it's all—it's all, it's all um, manufactured here in Germany. So, so, and I think most countries in Europe they have Germany as their number one trading partner. So, yeah. So it's it's. I think at the end of the day, it's, really, it's hard because I know the politics can get very, com- very confusing, very complex, but. I think you have to look at the end of the day at the quality of life that people are having here. And the quality of yeah. life here is is, uh, is high. And it's not by chance and not by error. I think it's the work of this, uh, you know, or the goals of these coalitions, of these political parties, the way they're set up. They want to preserve that. Um, yes. And yeah, and I think that they- it's, you know, because I know that also... Um, with the whole thing with Greece, there was some there was some disparity and there was some uh, there was some sort of like bad uh, moments in, of of bad communication between Germany and the and the Greek uh, Parliament. But it was, you know, yeah. I think it's at the end of the day, 
people people are just people you know like you and i we're fathers yeah. uh we're family men uh we're our main concern is providing a roof and having some clothes in our back and some food in the fridge so yeah. the quality of life um is greatly dictated by the decisions that are made by the government um the thing it's very interesting what what you're just uh, uh, touching there because there was a wildly why it was wildly debated whether or not germany because it's a leading uh, partner in on the on the eu scale um but it was widely debated that germany would would send more money to greece in order to prevent right. them from going bankrupt and it, Many, many, many Germans said, "This is crazy. We're just throwing out money, and the the the, the, the Greek population they don't, they're not mature enough to, to realize that they should be financially more responsive responsible." Right. So the Germans decided to send even more money to Greece, one uh, when they were almost bankrupt, because the consequences of not doing that. This is Angela Merkel's uh, uh, reasoning for doing it was that it would it would actually it would have severe financial consequences for the whole stability of the okay, European yeah. Union yeah. if if Greece went bankrupt. So it would, in the long run, be cheaper for Germany to send more money to Greece, right? And and then kind of keep them afloat. Um, in order to to keep stability w within the European Union, um, because if 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 things started to slide and 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 fall apart, the whole European Union, the whole all trading uh, trading or what do you call that trading uh, agreements and 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 everything would just just fall apart. And right, right. There wouldn't be able to, I know that the the Greeks weren't wouldn't be able to fulfill their part of those agreements that they have made with not just with Germany but throughout the European Union. Exactly. And so there was so, this fear of this domino effect that would happen. Yeah, exactly. So, 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 um, and and that's a very good example of where Germany then takes like the, a, a big brother uh, role and say, okay, um, yeah. we because we can, because we have the ability. We make sure that that other countries in Europe do not go bankrupt because it's for the greater good. It, it's for our own good in the long run, which seems to be a, a, also a very fundamental German uh, way of seeing things. That you know, taking because care we, of the, uh, we, we, of we we're neighbors. taking care of of our neighbors because it's it's for our own greater good. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, obviously, not everyone in Germany agrees to this point of view. But, but uh, that yeah, was there's the, a lot the, of criticism. I mean, I, this yeah. is similar to our situation in America too. You know, um, a lot of people criticize Obama for bailing out the banks, but there still remains the fact that there would have been a lot of like, uh, you know, it would have it would have kicked off a domino effect that would have destabilized the whole country. Yeah. Um, obviously, there's there's some. There was an aftermath that was a bit, you know, questionable too. You know, a lot of people, yeah. these banks got took pocketed a lot of that money from the government, and then you also yeah, they, have the example from I think it's Iceland, right, where they actually I, put bankers in jail and they actually let banks go bankrupt. But the model there, it's much smaller than the European yeah. Union or even Germany as itself. So I think there are so many levels of complexity. Yes. Which is why it's important to remember politicians, you know, they're still humans and we're having, they're going to make mistakes. They're going to try to make the best decision they can with the information that they have. Um, but ultimately, it's up to us. Are you cleaning right now? I, well, can you not interrupt me while I'm recording? Where was I? Uh, was that your wife? That was the wife. I think it's <laughs> cleaning down here. Why are you making the noise? Anyways. Um... <laughs> Anyway, I was on a roll there. Uh, yeah, one thing I wanted to say about the Germans, the the, the German uh, um, debating culture as well is that most politicians are in fact quite respected. Um, no matter their political views, uh, you are respected for when you stand up for your own political views. It, it calls for respect, whether or not. 
you, you, the opponent agrees or not, but you are respected and you are treated with respect. You, are, you, you talk with respect to your political opponents. You can disagree, you can argue, and, but, but there's still a very polite and, 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 and decent tone in the political debate. Obviously, this, this, there, there, there are exceptions, but in sure. general, people are expected to behave decently when they when they discuss politics. Yeah, I think it's only until recent when we've seen this sort of greater rise of of the right wing or the extreme right wing um, political movement. Yeah, seen yeah. But it goes on on that. the extreme left wing as well. You know, the more the more you yeah. get out to uh, to to the extremes, the less decency you would probably see. Well, you got to do like we yeah. said: find the middle way. It's not about <laughs> yes. the left or the right. You got to find the yeah. middle way. And I think that the less decency you 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 have in political debates, uh, the less productive it is. I mean, you you have to find common ground in order to get anywhere. Yeah. So yeah. So that seems to be the consensus as well. So Anyways, what's the big takeaway for our audience? The, the yeah, po- the big... The, it, was, it was quite a... We, we went quite... Uh, what do you say? We, we got around here in this episode? Uh, we have to admit of... to our audience that this was a very complex. Even when we were preparing for this, we, you know, I think there's the opportunity to veer off into deeper topics. And mm-hmm. uh, I think the one of the things that we wanted to highlight was the benefit of having this larger parties, um, you know, make up the government and the coalitions, um, and highlight the 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 role or no the principle of the government um, of defending the human dignity, which has been you know one of their one of the principles and the decisions they have made. Uh, I think that there are a lot of debatable points, um, and we've seen how the how the Germans have embraced a healthy culture of debate, right? You've mm-hmm. mentioned this plenty of times. Um, and I think that this is, it's, it's something that we should look at as an example. Yes. And we should recognize uh, the, German, the German people and the German governments because the, the way the political, the global political uh, spectrum is set up, you know, Germany is definitely in a very important role. And if the players of this global political system start diminishing them or putting them to the sidelines like some people might want to do with the Germans because they want to sort of put that stake in the Third Reich and forget mm-hmm. about all the progress that they have made. It's quite unfair. So I think yeah, it is. Yeah. we wanted to highlight, you know, those points of, of what we have seen, obviously, as, as, you know, as people that come, I mean, America has its own troubles right now. Um, and then you coming from a land where it still has a monarchy. It's mm-hmm. um, it's interesting to see uh, the spectrum, you know, and it's yes. always it's not so it's not so academic, you know. I think in, in academia we learn about all these ancient governments, and it seems very binary, but the reality is that it's not, you know. As much as half of America thinks that socialism is a dirty word in America, we have a lot of socialist programs in America, yeah. and you know the Germans also have a lot of socialist. Um, um, programs, but they also have, uh, you know, an interest in having fiscal responsibility, which is a mm-hmm. conservative uh, mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, there's obviously a no separation of church and state, which is in you know in contrary uh, view of uh, of how we live in America. But mm-hmm. um, it's uh, it's just it's interesting, and it, I think that the main takeaway is that we can learn from one another. You yeah. Know? And that it's not going to be, cli- th- um, you know, it's not going to be clear whether it's left and right. It's not going to be binary. I think it, the world as it gets more global, it'll get more complex, and we see yeah. that with EU politics, mm-hmm. um, and then all even you know regional politics. You know, I live yeah, in a exactly. part of of Germany that has different challenges than like further down south where you're at, a bigger, yes. much bigger city. So yes, exactly. I think it's important to keep learning, and I think ideal. The, the the ideal democracy really does not exist. It, it's just there will always be there will always be things that you, you could in fact take from, you could take from Europe. You could take from the U.S. You, there, there are pros and cons to any type of democracy and any type of government. Um, 
So yeah, um, but just, you have to uh, be actively participating in it. I think. Oh yeah. You can't just ignore it, and the German people have a great deal of interest in their politics, and it shows. Yeah, it does. It does. It does. It, and it is exactly you're exactly right. If you do not get up from that couch on election day and go voting. You don't have a saying anyway. You just don't interfere. <laughs> and that's the, actually a, a quite common German thing, German point of view. Yeah, well, anyone can debate. Anyone can take part of that. But you also show up on election day. I yeah. mean, really, you do. That, that's like, like your obligation is, you, you go, of course you go vote. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. So, That's good. great. That was uh, a little bit about German uh, politics. Um, it was obviously um, a complex episode. We might, I think we will get back to this eventually in another episode. Well, I think we but, should uh, find out what our audience wants to know, you know, I think, or what feedback they might have, because it's, yeah. it's such a broad object. It is, it is. But I think, please goal, be... I think the goal with the podcast is to be able to expose aspects of the German culture to yeah. foreigners or even expats that are living here, um, you know, to be able to share and to highlight some of those points that you might miss if you're not listening to German media. Exactly. And um, if you want to um, discuss anything, just keep a decent tone, <laughs> of course. Uh, the Twitter handle was uh, German Podcast. Germans Podcast. Germans Podcast. So find us uh, there. Um, always welcome to leave a comment and um, suggestions for future topics. We would love to hear your your, your words or read your words. Yeah. Hear, hear, hear your voice. So thank you very much for listening. Don't forget and, to subscribe. Uh, don't forget to subscribe. And we'll be back with another episode of Dealing with the Germans very soon. <laughs>